Hi, this is Joshua Sodikoff. I'm here with Joshua Pipe. This is the Josh Sodcast. So, on Tuesday, there was a meeting run by the township that I kind of expected a while ago. But according to Josh, it's actually it actually went uh, pretty well. So, you may remember last it was about maybe a little bit less than a year ago. Alone, Goldfinger and I recorded an episode of the Sodcast on. Uh, Cherry Hill becoming a sanctuary city, not it actually becoming a sanctuary city, us proposing it should be. And as you know, we kind of took that on a bit as a cause. We promoted that. We went to the uh, town council meetings. We met with the mayor, and the mayor made it sound like that wasn't going to happen, but there would be more talk of diversity in the town, which I was surprised by pleasantly, and it seems like good things were going to be happening in the near future. But that was in February, uh, about a year ago. So it's taken a while for things to get around. But, Josh, do you think that things have come out as expected or better than as expected? Um, I don't know about better than expected, but I think this was a good first meeting. Um, this was kind of a test the waters kind of thing, and mm-hmm. for that I believe that it went remarkably well. Um, the one thing that I think listeners should know about the committee is that it isn't yet complete. Mm-hmm. They're um, looking for new voices, um, the most prominent among which are voices from the LGBTQ community, which was conspicuously absent um, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, and um, leaders from the high schools and leaders from the youth community. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on the council to get a youth voice in there, um, looking into how um, they can select youth leaders from both the high schools and maybe the middle schools mm-hmm. um, to sit on this council. Um, as far as timing goes, I know you mentioned timing. Um, I'm not exactly sure that the township handled this in the most expeditious of ways. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> but um, what the information that was presented to me by um, the mayor's communications director and um, the mayor himself is that... Um, this was really egged on by what you said, the um, sanctuary city um, proposal. And they spent a good part of the first half of the year just finding leaders and perfecting the names on the council. Um, From what I've heard, they had it done by about mid-June, but um, they wanted to wait until after people returned uh, from From the the summer. summer. Mm -hmm. And... um, so that's why it took so long to get the first meeting off the ground. I'm not exactly sure that the four-month period in which they put together the council was the most hasty, but I'll take the township at its word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, But, yeah, there was a lot of um, interesting discussion at the meeting. There was a lot of talk about um, immigration policy. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cherry Hill Police kind of alleviated everyone's fears um, by just explaining what their policy on illegal immigration is, which is that they are absolutely forbidden from going door to door. But they, um, if someone is brought in for a potential crime and a hit comes up on their record, they are required to report it to ICE. 
Um, there's a lot of talk about accommodating Syrian refugees and um, educating Cherry Hill residents about Syrian culture, which led to, among other things, um, this led to the formation of the first council to create Cherry Hill's very own International Day, which mm. was one of the committee's, I think, prime accomplishments in its first meeting. Um, as it stands now, the committee plans to meet once a quarter, mm-hmm. um, alternating east and west sides. So this first meeting was near the town um, municipal building on the west side, so the next meeting will be closer to east on the east side. Um, and they also are there in case of emergency, so if something um, unforeseen happens with diversity mm-hmm. relations in Cherry Hill, um, we have now a council that is able to meet. Um, and, yeah. Describe the atmosphere at the meeting a little bit. The atmosphere um, kind of changed, I think, throughout the night. I think the atmosphere at the beginning, at least my sense of the atmosphere, it was a bit apprehensive. No one really knew what kind of questions were going to be asked. We didn't know. And the mayor touched on this himself. They didn't know if they were going to get questions from the far left, from the far right. Um, we didn't really get that many, actually at any at all, um, questions from the right um, wing half of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were mostly um, comments, well, either politically neutral or um, left wing. Mm-hmm. Um there is a lot of talk about Charlottesville mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, but the atmosphere, I think, became a lot more comfortable after, um, and there's this kind of unique sense of pride in our township that you don't really feel very often. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Cherry Hill isn't something to be proud of, but that just genuine feeling of complete and utter pride amongst a group of people, I think, um, was a really unique feeling. I know I left feeling amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my partner, Liam Riley, who um, covered the meeting with me, um, left feeling with a sense of pride as well. So while he was there, Josh uh, asked quite a few questions. So we're going to spend the rest of this show going through the different discussion that occurred during the committee and the questions that Josh asked and the answers he received. Thank you for listening. To the Josh Sodcast. So, um, what are you hoping to get out of today? Uh, of today's meeting? Yeah. <clears throat> what I'm hoping to get out of today's meeting is to convey to the residents of Cherry Hill Township that we are here to help them foster a spirit of community and understanding and friendship and to address any issues that might hinder those goals. And if they have an issue with uh, somebody with a, being hateful or in school, a child being bullied, this is something that we can hope we can uh, help resolve. And um, you're the representative of the Jewish Catholic Muslim Dialogue. Jewish Christian Muslim Dialogue, that's correct. can you just briefly explain what that organization is? The Jewish Muslim Dialogue started way back, I think, in 2003 or 2004. And it was to bring the Jewish, uh, at the time, Catholic Muslim communities together to bridge the gaps. It came on the heels of 9-11. And we wanted to start a dialogue to open communications and to reach out to the, um, our communities to make them understand that, that we have so much in common and to bridge bridges of friendship. Great. 
and just one final question. What would be, um, well, it's a double prong question. A, what message do you have for the East community? And what do you hope, what changes do you hope to see in the school districts, if any? For the East community, my message is be kind. Uh, if you see somebody being bullied, step up and help the person. If you see somebody uh, consistently bullying somebody else, don't be, be, don't be afraid to report it to the authorities because that's not snitching, that's saving somebody's life. And uh, what was the second question? What um, do you hope, what changes do you hope to see in the school district? In the school district, okay. The changes I hope to see in the school district are to have um, classes or t a curriculum that includes an understanding of the religion. Not to preach the religion, but more a historic and uh, current events uh, class that gives an understanding of what each religion is and what the commonalities are. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I look forward to hearing you speak tonight. So, um, what do you hope to get out of this meeting? I hope that we'll have an opportunity to demonstrate the uh, desire for inclusiveness, for responding to the needs of the community at large, and to put a face to the name of the members of the Human Relations Council of Cherry Hill. And um, when did you first decide to become a member of this council? Uh, several months ago, um, I, uh, I happened to also be a, uh, a chaplain on the police force, and therefore when this idea was conceived, it was brought to my attention and I was requested whether or not I'd be able, and I thought it was an honor to be able to do so. And um, what message do you have for the East community and what changes do you hope to see in the Cherry Hill School District at large? Um, the message I have to the East is that whether you're on the East or the West, we're all in the same town and we're all in this together. And as long as we know that we're all in this together, we can get a lot accomplished. Okay. And what do you, changes do you hope to see in the Cherry Hill School District? Um, I need to know more about the changes that are being suggested to be able to respond. Okay. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Yeah, thank oh, you. Hope it was helpful. <laughs>so just a quick why are you here tonight well my sister shared that this was going to this event was going to be happening so i thought it was important for me to come and find out and hear all the discussion and uh, see what we can do as a community to make it a great community as it has been and hopefully that it will continue to be and what um, are you hoping to hear tonight? Or what I'm sorry? You, what conversation are you hoping to Well, um, basically, from my understanding, it's in regards to race relations. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to dialogue because there are many people in the community. I live in one section of town, so there are many people in the community that I am not normally connected with. Right. So hopefully I can uh, become better connected. And what changes do you, are you hoping stems from this meeting and other meetings like this? Well, I hope that um, I've not heard anything negative in regards to uh, our police department, but I hope that um, conversations like this will be important enough 
so that um, the police department and the community can be united. So um, you're one of the people from Cherry Hill School, so um, what message do you hope people in the Cherry Hill School District will get from tonight? From tonight? Well, I think this, this meeting is all about diversity, so I hope that people from Cherry Hill realize that Cherry Hill Public Schools exhibits a hallmark of diversity. We are probably one of the most diverse school districts, um, at least in the southern part of New Jersey. We have over 30 languages spoken in our 19 public schools. Um, and we just feel very, very excited about um, this unity and this meeting and exploring all of that diversity. So, so we're very, very excited. Um, to be able to be a part of that. And what, if any, changes are you hoping comes of this in the district? I think in this meeting, when you talk about diversity, you talk about uh, an openness to divergent points of view. So we're hoping that we can be open to more divergent points of view, take those divergent points of view back to um, Dr. Joe Malash and the Board of Education and see how we can integrate those things into the fabric of Cherry Hill Public Schools. Thank you so much. Thank you. So um, you're the district's emissary for tonight? Uh, tonight, a couple of us will be here to uh, represent the, uh, the district's committee for uh, cultural proficiency and character education. And um, can you just briefly describe that committee for people who don't know anything? That committee's been meeting for a very, very long time, uh, all the way since the inception of when I began working in the school district back in 1998. Uh, the committee has evolved uh, many, many years um, to incorporate lots of things to make sure we're doing everything right for that diversity, uh, making sure that we're focused on bringing great things to the students in our school district and giving everybody the great experiences they deserve. And um, what do you hope that Cherry Hill students and the school community in general will get out of tonight? Uh, out of tonight, making sure everybody is heard. That's the important piece. Thank you so much. Thank you. So um, our first question mm -hmm. is how were the um, members of the committee selected? Um, uh, you know, a little bit of a combination of community recommendations and um, representatives from organizations that we were already involved in, you know, from the township's end and, and from the police department's end. Um, and we really tried to select, at least to start, um, and there's been some discussion as to whether we should expand the committee, but we wanted to start with a network of sort of heads of organizations that we knew had existing networks, existing networks of resources, um, and kind of congregations or constituencies that could help us identify potential areas of concern. And then if, if there was an issue that, that hypothetically would come up, um, would have the resources kind of in place to help us act as, you know, a facilitator of whatever kind of services or assistance our residents would need. Thank you. So.
And so what was the timeline both um, from when this concept was conceived and when to the going forward into the future? Sure. So the concept of the committee itself or a tonight's event? Um, the concept of the committee to tonight and then going forward. Yes. The so the, the committee itself was formed in early 2017. Um, initially as, as a direct reaction to the threats that were made against the CATS JCC. Um, we kind of knew, you know, and we, we had gotten questions from members of the community about other kind of topics that were hot topics nationally, immigration concerns, um, anti-Semitism, of course, Islamophobia has been, has been an issue for, for a number of years. Um, so we, we really felt that it was a good time to kind of bring the community together and create this new new advisory committee and resource. Um, but it was it was the events at the JCC that really kind of were the final impetus. Um, so we started to identify some people a few weeks later. We invited them to the table with the mayor and the police chief and our council. Kind of laid the groundwork, what our vision was, what their vision was, formed a mission statement, and then rolled it out shortly after. Um, and this is really our first big public event. And why did it take so long? Um, you know, it was just sort of we wanted to gauge, you know, the committee's response, the committee's reaction. Um, and then summer is a little bit of a slower time. I think we felt that through the summer months, it was going to be harder to get people to come out. So now we're back. School's in session. People are back from vacation. Um, and in the last few weeks, obviously, I mean, Charlottesville at this point is almost two months ago. Um, the DACA, DACA news. Um, you know, so we just felt like it now was as good a time as any. And um, from tonight's meeting forward, what are our plans for the future? Well, I think one of the things that we hope to identify tonight is, are there really deep-seated issues or issues that we're unaware of? Um, from there, we'll see what kind of response is needed. I think depending on the themes that arise tonight, we purposely left it a little broad, a little vague, so that we could identify maybe themes that, that would facilitate future conversations. And I think ultimately we'd like to turn this into a series of community events. Um, but we want to, we really want to let the community dictate what the needs are. Um, and take it from there. And how do you think this would affect students at and currently enrolled in Cherry Hill schools? Um, in what in what respect? In all respects, just what work do you think being done here would help members of the East community or members of other school communities? I think that's that's one of the things that we want to identify. I mean, I know that we've heard from. Um, groups of individuals, you know, about different, uh, particularly immigration, um, immigration policy and concerns. So we might be able to identify where some of those issues are coming from and see what we as a community can do to help make, you know, make a, a safe space for those, those individuals. I think in a broader sense, just starting this community conversation, we want to let people know, students, seniors, people of all ages, that Cherry Hill is a supportive and inclusive community. And, you know, if, if you have a concern or if there is something nationally that affects you or if there is something locally, come to us. We have this resource. We have this network. Um, and we'll do what we can to support you. So I hope that's the broader message that they get. Obviously, we want to see people get involved. We want, we'd love to engage more young people. Um, so if they come to events like this, I, I think that's the best thing they really can do. Um, and just one final question. I'm noticing an absence of LGBTQ. Yeah, and that's where we're working to identify some some local LGBT community leaders. Okay. Uh, because we, we really, and, and that's one of the things that we said, was that we felt that that was missing. Um, so we are working to identify, and we, we want to make sure that that's included as well.
Okay. So that's certainly a topic that we were happy to cover tonight and, you know, because I think that's a big issue and it can't be ignored. And it's not that it's being ignored, but we, we want to identify some, some leaders in the community. So um, the first question was, what brought this on? Well, the committee we formed uh, several months ago in light of what's happening nationally and locally, and we wanted to be proactive. So we wanted to bring all of our religious and community leaders together um, to be a voice and to be a resource for the township. And I've heard there was talk of Cherry Hill possibly becoming a sanctuary city and that that was shut down. Shut down. Can you comment? There were actually some students, I think, from Cherry Hill East that came forward at a council meeting and asked us to consider becoming a sanctuary city. I don't think we want to uh, ever declare ourselves and bring attention where it's not needed. I think this is a better forum to be a resource to anybody who feels fearful about living in Cherry Hill for any reason. And we have these resources. It's better than being a sanctuary city. And what do you think was the, that was the thing that you most enjoyed getting out of tonight? I think um, having people who, have, who are passionate about being part of Cherry Hill and about residents coming forward and being willing to share their fears and about willing to stand up and be heard and share their ideas and the interaction between residents and religious leaders and cultural leaders. And I think we keep that conversation going. And I think this will be widespread and it's unique amongst townships. And I think taking that first step is huge. So very, very excited about what we did tonight. And can you comment on the lack of LGBTQ plus leaders? We've actually been looking for a representative from that community to be on our panel. And we've just not been successful for somebody who wants to serve yet. But we are looking for a representative, and I think it's important that we will find somebody. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Manasta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, how exciting was it to hear actual concrete ideas from residents, you know, diversity, and those sorts of things that come out of this forum? Well, it's exactly what we anticipate. When we bring residents together who are passionate, we always get good ideas. And you, you never learn enough, um, and you always learn something from somebody else. Uh, I'm, I'm a clear believer in learning from others, and these are great ideas. So uh, that's what, exactly what we wanted to hear. Was it nice to hear questions from residents that weren't necessarily some of the things you talked about earlier, that hear different topics come up? You, you went from I mean, bullying, uh, you know, things that affect different groups of people. And was it nice to hear a wide range of people? Well, and I prepared the committee that this is not going to be a scripted event. Right. This is not an event that we're going to have set questions and you're going to know the answers. They had no idea what the questions were going to be, nor did I. And we just have, you know, we're, we're real people. And so we got to hear real questions, whatever they are. And we didn't know who was going to come out tonight. You could have people from the way left or from the way right. And we want to hear passionate people of all types. And so we were prepared to hear all kinds of questions. But we got good suggestions and we had good resources. We're prepared. And so I think it's just the fact that we're coming together is what's important. And how do you want to encourage more people to come out? I know you said once a quarter you love to do something like this. How do you want to encourage more people to come out? I think when the word gets out that what tonight was about, more people will come out. I think people just uh, 
you know, not everybody understands about um, the, the importance of interaction with religious and cultural leaders. And not everybody has a passion to come out and share those ideas. A lot of them are personal. And it's no different of what your feeling is of what's going on in the NFL today, whether you feel about the First Amendment rights. Not everybody wants to have that dialogue publicly, but everybody has a feeling about it. So coming out publicly is a little bit uncomfortable. Our goal is to make people uh, or ask people to come out and share, be willing to share. And hopefully that prevents from something happening in your community because you're sharing ideas and openness. Speaking of the NFL, I noticed there was a question on kneeling for the national anthem that was not addressed. Can you comment on why that wasn't? It was at the top of the question, of the submitted questions. Um. Uh, I didn't get that question. Which one? About the kneeling. Oh, that was, apparently that was submitted by somebody else. Yeah, I, I, didn't, well, I didn't have that question. Okay. I, would have, I was just wondering what was. I would have been happy to answer that question if somebody wanted to ask it. And to wrap up, what is your message um, based on tonight's events, based on the events going on in the community? What message do you have for East students and students in the district at large? I think the message is that you have to feel comfortable to come out and be able to speak whatever your issue is peacefully and feel comfortable that make sure you voice your opinion. Uh, don't hold it inside, but be respectful of others that have opinions as well. Um, and just be open and honest, but allow others to give their opinion as well. And uh, be willing to listen to both sides. And that's what we're here tonight to do, to listen to everybody's opinion. Fortunately, tonight, there was, nobody brought up issues that were really controversial, I would say. People were open, but I, I expect you to get questions of, of all different types tonight. Mr. Mayor, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming tonight. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Best of luck to you. Um, so, what do you think were the good, the best things that came out of tonight? Um, I think there was a, for me, it was such a nice breath of fresh air to see that renewal of faith in humanity, to see so many different people come together from a community and all have the same goal of love and inclusion. Um, so that was really a great takeaway for me to see that um, in our in our towns and in our in our um, cities in America that there are people that are you know all going for the same positive goal and that's to you know go to our roots of um, you know united we stand divided we fall. Um, I also love seeing the community and our government, like local government leaders together and joining with local community and being very active and hands on. I can say that um, I was really excited to be here tonight because I think that um, the political situation has created a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear um, among all of us, but but specifically as an adult, um, it's my job to make my children feel safe. And so knowing that the community of Cherry Hill has gotten together to create this committee that 
uh, that shows us what's important to Cherry Hill um, is important to me and my um, attendance here tonight um, is important to me because I can go back to my home and back to my fellow neighbors and let them know that it's important to this community um, and that, that's a, a big thing for me to be able to, um, to create um, a way for us to come together and fight that ignorant uh, political climate that, that we have right now. And um, last question, what positive changes are you all hoping to see come out of this? Um, I think a continued um, kind of uh, like basically letting the community at large know that this is going on and that they have a place to come to with issues um, if they want to help as well um, you know to just make it better and not only just for Cherry Hill but South Jersey and Jersey and you know what I mean um, on the bigger scale just to be standing at the forefront I don't know what other townships or you know who else is doing something like this but I feel like it's really unique and something that can be an example a positive example to other people yeah I agree I think that I'm hoping that Cherry Hill will be kind of a guide for the rest of the city because I know they're not all the same. Um, and we have Voorhees and Mount Laurel, many places nearby, and they don't all have the same um, amazing, um, amazing, you know, committees and things like this happening. So I think if Cherry Hill can be kind of a guiding force for the rest of South Jersey, God willing, for the rest of the world, we'd be good if we started here. The only thing I would add to that is that um, I think through conversations we get to know each other and uh, I am looking forward to more conversations. Awesome. Thank you so much. Special thanks to Joshua Pipe and all those who were interviewed at the committee meeting. Look forward to new episodes of the Josh Sodcast coming soon on Eastside Radio.